This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Tyree part is swinging it all the way around. Three more. You only get one chance to make a first impression. And Justin Holiday is making one to remember, baby. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105. Through the fan, the Mavericks break their losing streak, which they better have against the worst team in the league. They beat the Spurs 142-116. to I'm curious. I know we played the clip of... Justin Holiday, do you want to talk about him? Do you want to start with the general pace of play or still go back to the defense? Because I know they got an emphatic Let's do positive. Okay, okay. So the Mavericks are averaging 130.33 points per game Woo. in their three games with Luka and Kyrie. And I do think that's an important number because I do think that they are going to have to – I know how much Jason Kidd wants to play defense, but I do think they're, they're going to have to outscore teams, and I just – I wonder. I know that we have to watch way more games than three, but it looks like they are going to be the best offensive team in the NBA. I guess if you want to say the second half of the season, that uh, it is, for me, guys, I was getting bored with the Mavericks, to be honest. I do watch. I I know that they don't care about basketball, and it seems like the public doesn't care about basketball until the playoffs, but... I do care about regular season basketball, and it was boring me. The Mavericks, even though how great Luka was and the numbers he was putting up and his MVP, first-team All-NBA experience if you're watching him every night, it was boring basketball to me. And last night, I know it wasn't against the best of competition, but that was not boring. That was fun. And that's what I was curious about was the pace of play. And so – I think that's exciting that, well, first of all, that you got the win, of course, because I was talking with Brandon last night. We were watching the game, and I thought, what a completely different show this would be if the Mavericks lost to the Spurs. And I at no point did I— Or if they didn't play because there was the floor was wet exactly. or slippery. Like yeah. Maybe somebody cleaned it with—what with, uh, was it? the What do you clean wood with? Uh, Varnish? Wood cleaner. What is it? You know, it has the lemon. Pledge. Pledge. Maybe they clean the floor with pledge, and they're like, what the crap? Who put pledge on this? At no point did I think the Mavericks were going to lose, but when San Antonio was just shooting exceedingly well and going into the fourth quarter, it was still, like, somewhat achievable. I thought, my goodness, the show could take a completely different turn. So I did love the offensive pace and that you were able to put away an eventual emphatic victory. Josh Green getting out for some fast break points, uh, getting and using Mike, what you've talked about. He has a partner to run with. Yeah, go go, get the speed going. There was one that Luca was out. It was a, it was defense that created it, obviously. And that's where, you know, I think Jason Kidd's like, hey, did you see that? We can get free points just by playing really good defense. And I think they know that. 
But that's a, that's the fun part of it that we've been looking. These are guys that are athletic and that can do some things instead of just standing around. Go let them do those things. I know Kyrie's reputation, and I know that, like Gavin Dawson said yesterday, we are in the honeymoon phase of it. This is yeah. the unbelievably great phase, and hopefully it just stays this way for four or five years. I, that's what we all have to hope for as a Dallas Maverick fan. Because, God, it's fun watching him play right now. Like, that is – and it's fun watching Luka. I don't want to take anything away from Luka. Luka is uh, a better overall player than Kyrie. Sure. Uh, But Kyrie is one of these guys when he is locked in, engaged, playing his best basketball, he is one of the most fun players in the NBA to watch. Do you know what's crazy? If you take out – they still shot exceedingly well. If you take out Luka from three last night, the Mavericks shot – 58.3% 58.3% from three. We'll talk about holiday now because I know that's not going to happen again. It was oh, yeah. five it of was, six. It was awesome. But that was see. awesome because later in the night after that game was over, I turned back to TNT and I'm watching the Lakers and Golden State. Honestly, kind of watching a little bit of Anthony Davis scouting for sure. He's possibly going to be a Maverick uh, next year. But Beasley did the same thing for them. Malik Beasley hit seven three-pointers. I don't think they can expect that Beasley's going to knock down seven threes for them on a nightly basis. If he does, they're well, probably going to win a lot of once, games. Then he can do it again. Oh, that's how we're going to get into Jones trouble. Told, yeah. right? But, well, man, <laughs> Holiday, that he's not going to go five of six. I get it. I mean, you're just hoping he can make, honestly, two of five. If he gets five three-point attempts yeah. a night, if he goes two of five, you got a heck of a basketball player. You've replaced somewhat Dorian Finney-Smith's shooting with holiday shooting so that was really fun to see because my dad texted me last night at about like 9 45 he's like is this holiday guy like where did we get him from and is he usually this good and i'm like hey i think he can give us 15 minutes a night in the playoffs but no he's not going to shoot this good but it's a great start to his maverick season it, it really was and we're to the point even if it's the spurs i will say especially now with 21 games left is you look at every game with not exactly football-like intensity, but you're getting to that point considering how compacted the standings are in the West outside of the first two seeds. So I don't care who you played, you won the game, yeah. and it keeps you in position to stay in the top six and maybe move as high as three. There are All right, so, Kevin, you were sick kid during this time that I think mm. this conversation really popped up. Yeah. And there, I don't know if it's just one texter, but it might be a couple different ones. But there is a, Mike, you you and I were discussing this, a, a group of people that are like, hey, let's just point out that Kyrie is, the team's better with Kyrie on the court than they are with Luka. And this is, like, that's a, oh, text, that's a, a legitimate saying? text that came in. And yeah. then there's another one that says, uh, I love, Luka's not better. It's clear as uh, That's day, all the same person. But this team is yeah. better, way better. So than last Kyrie. year they would have gone to the NBA Finals if we would have just last year decided to trade Luca to Brooklyn for Kyrie, we would have won it all. And that's and and Mike for for me when I am watching, they are they are playing a, a different brand of basketball than Luca. Oh sure. And I do wonder if that is solely because of Kyrie or or and and if Kyrie came in and said, hey, I want to add these elements, or if Jason Kidd said, now we can, now we finally have another player that can do this because last night. You did see all the things on display that they can do together with ball movement and right. the ability, and what Kyrie can go, go do it by himself, but he can also do it so well with Luca, and that's what makes this team good. That's why I don't want to sit here and say, "Hey, like let's keep both of these dudes on the court together yeah. and go rock this thing." This is really fun together on the court. I'll tell this person, whoever this is, that it shows a little bit of their lack of education of sports, especially at a high level. 
Because if you're the L.A. Clippers and you're the Sacramento Kings, those are the two teams that the Mavericks beat when Luka was out and Kyrie was in. All right, so I'm going over a game plan as Tyron Lue, and I'm going over a game plan. I'm sorry, I don't even know who the Kings coach is. But Mike Brown. Mike Brown, thank you. Is I don't even have Luka on the court. They've never played a basketball game with Kyrie Irving. The Mavericks have literally never played a basketball game yet with Kyrie, and so I have to put together my defensive philosophy, my game plan, all these things. Or do you think that Lou and, um, sorry, Mike Brown, that they're going to – it's a little bit of an unknown on how are they going to play. The Mavericks played very fast. Do you think, Texter, that the Mavs, who play the slowest-paced game in the NBA – there might be one other team. Reggie's good at knowing all 30, but – The Mavericks are top three in pace of play for the opposite reason. And all of a sudden, they started playing really fast basketball. Do you think, Texter, that the the Clippers knew that they were going to play really fast? Do you think that the Utah Jazz knew that without even Kyrie or Luka, that this kid Hardy could go for 30 points on a given night or Josh Green could go for 30 points on a given night? They had no clue on those things. Do you think that the Clippers and the Kings took the Mavs as seriously with Luka off the court? Have we seen this year the Mavs lose about eight games this year with all these good players off of the court? Do you think that it was part because the Mavericks took the team a little bit unseriously, if that's even the correct word, or not seriously? (laughs) I got it. I mean, so this person who lacks education on sports – is struggling with all, like, it's just better. It's just better with Kyrie and Luka off the team. Like, there's a lot that goes into that, and it was the first two games. If Kyrie signs a four-year, $200 million extension with the Dallas Mavericks, do you think maybe next year in year 50, if there has been now another 10 games that Luka hasn't played and Kyrie is the only person on the court, or I watch film on when the second quarter and the fourth quarter, when Kyrie's running the team and Luka's off the court, do you think if I am Tyron Lue and Mike Brown, do you think I'll have a better idea on how to set up defenses and how the Mavericks play when Luka's off the court and Kyrie is the only guy on the court? I probably it will. changes for so sure. So all of those things, this is the tough thing that people don't understand what professional players have to go through in knowing tendencies and all of those things. I think, that Kevin, for me, the thing that I'm like really getting – juiced up about right now yeah. and i told you yesterday i'm more excited than i've been in a while to watch beating the lakers i guess i guess Sunday. last last year during the finals or the during the playoffs i yeah. was super jacked on this team but like watching Kyrie goes and breaks down the defense draws four eyes of defenders and says hey i'm gonna give it to luca because everybody's on me and luca's wide open luca drills the shot and then you see him go my guy and gives him five and then like watching these dudes smile they're like they are loving the brand of basketball that they're about to grow and that's what's exciting to me right now and that's why i always i i was hopeful and it's only five games with Kyrie, but you're hopeful that both of those guys look at it the same way and luca's like hey i can draw down three people at one time or Kyrie is like hey I can pull in multiple defenders and leave one another open. Or if you're just any of the other three players on the court and you want to shoot the ball, you should be like, holy crap, I should be able to get a really good look the majority of the time. Now, I know Hardaway, look, last night. 11 amazing looks last night. Right, and now he does get amazing looks all the time. But as Charles Barkley said about Malik Beasley, he hasn't seen a shot he doesn't like. That is the (laughs) definition of Tim Hardaway Jr. But I'm hoping he gets into his Joey Gallo hot streak here. Is that who, like last night, 
Tim Hardaway Jr. can win you a game. He literally is that streaky where if he gets the ball and he can't miss, you got to keep feeding Tim Hardaway Jr. He might shoot himself out of being hot with taking bad shot after bad shot because, once again, Charles Barkley's quote, he hasn't seen a shot he doesn't like. Yeah. But if you look at what Holiday and Hardaway did off of the bench, that's the thing that is really positive here because we probably need to get into the negatives after two minutes here with two minutes left is you can score 142 points probably even against good teams if you're that hot because of the looks you're going to get with the two guys you have on the team. Now, the potential negative is you might need to score 142 points because, look, it's tough because you can chalk up the Mavericks' offensive output last night to the shots were falling, or you can say it was the systematic buildup for having good shots. Well, the same argument can be made against the Spurs. Did the Spurs just hit all the shots and that's why your defense looked bad, or... Was your defense bad, and that's what led to the Spurs making all the shots? Considering that the Mavs have been in the bottom, let's say, fourth of defensive teams, maybe bottom third of defensive teams this season, I am concerned that a team that is actively trying to lose was firing from the field And they had 10 offensive rebounds to the Mavs, three offensive rebounds, right? So, I mean, that's a team that's not considered, as far as I know, the Spurs aren't considered like a great rebounding team, and... Uh, you know, you just look at rebounds 45 to 36 last night. It's fine when you shoot 56% from the field. And, Zach and 50, Collins getting work right, done. Like, this is the deal. The Mavericks, I think I know this going forward for playoff time, as long as they make the real playoffs, they're going to have to average. And I do think this is a real number. They're going to have to average 130 points a game in that series because you're going to lose some where you probably only score 110 or something like that. You might have to – I think they're going to give up 120 to 130 points per game in the playoffs. The Mavericks are just because of their lack of rebounding, lack of defense, which means you're going to have to probably get to 130 points in a playoff game to win it. And you're probably going to have to do that about four times because I can't rely on, or at least I don't think, they're going to try their best, but I can't rely on holding a team to 105 or 110. I just don't think that this team is talented enough to do it. So when you hold a team to 120 points, you better Better win win. that game because there's going to be nights, I think, in these playoffs that let's just say you play Sacramento or Phoenix – that they're going to get 140 or maybe even 150 on you, and you can't win that game. But you, when you hold that team under 125, you better win that game. They have the offensive juice to do it, like to to score the points. Like I said yesterday, Kevin, like I, maybe kid is just like, screw it. Let's just go everything we got here. But I'd love to see them be a well-rounded team. I, and I think a little of that will change when Maxie is back. But, like, I'm not saying it's going to be a dramatic now. They're top 10 defensive team in the league. But – You would like to see that middle of the pack, hopefully. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.